welcome to the Get Cozy Podcast, where we talk all about the coziest of book genres, the cozy mystery. I'm your host, Christy Meyer, and I'll be bringing you author interviews and keeping you up to date on all the hottest cozy mystery releases. We'll be diving into the latest episode after these quick messages. So grab yourself a cup of your favorite hot beverage and let's get cozy. If you want to help support the podcast, then be sure to join our Patreon. For just $3 a month, you'll get a weekly exclusive episode of Get Cozy Podcast, all about the week's coziest mystery releases. You'll also have the chance to submit questions to our guest authors and even help decide which authors will be featured on the show. Head over to patreon.com slash getcozypodcast to sign up. Hi, hello, my cozy friends. Welcome back to an all new season of Get Cozy Podcast. I'm so excited for this upcoming season. We have some very fun changes, including our new YouTube channel. So be sure to subscribe because we will be posting all of our new episodes there before they go live on all the other major podcasting platforms. But most of all, I'm excited for the guest authors we have participating this season. And to kick us off, we have an author I know you are all just going to be so thrilled to hear from. Jesse Q. Sutanto grew up shuttling back and forth between Jakarta and Singapore and sees both cities as her homes. She has a master's degree from Oxford University, though she has yet to figure out a way of saying that without sounding obnoxious, which you don't sound obnoxious at all. (laughs) She is currently living back in Jakarta on the same street as her parents and about 700 meddlesome aunties. When she's not tearing out her hair over her latest work in progress, she spends her time baking and playing FPS games. Oh, and also being a mom to her two kids. So she's very busy. We're so excited to have her. Welcome to the show, Jessie. Hi, thank you so much for having me here. Oh, it's such a pleasure. I'm a huge fan of your books. I love your auntie series, and I absolutely adored your upcoming mystery, Vera Wong's Unsolicited Advice for Murderers. It's cozy, funny, and just so heartwarming. So do you want to kick off the conversation today by telling our listeners what Vera Wong's Unsolicited Advice for Murderers is all about? Yes. Um, so Vera Wong owns a forgotten tea house in the heart of San Francisco's Chinatown. She's very lonely. Her husband has passed away and her son never calls. And then one day um, she comes downstairs uh, and finds a dead body in the middle of her tea house, as you do. And you of do. course she decides that um, no, no one can sniff out a wrongdoing better than a suspicious Chinese mother. And she takes it into her own hands to find out uh, what really happened to the dead body. Oh my goodness, the premise is so fun. And like I said, I just, I love this book. I think all of your books are so original. They just have like the most entertaining and endearing characters. And this one was certainly <laughs> no exception. Um, And speaking of characters, so Vera is such a strong, smart, and occasionally overbearing character. And I absolutely just adored reading from her perspective. I think the title of the novel is perfect for her character. So can you tell our listeners a little bit about Vera and what makes her such a fun amateur sleuth? 
So Vera is uh, 100% modeled on my mom. I'm so I'm so relieved and so happy to announce that my mom has finally read it and um you know she does not hesitate to tell me when she does not like uh-huh. one of my books with this one uh you know the the stakes were really high cuz she knew it was a character that was modeled after her uh-huh. <laughs> and then after she she like read it in like less than 2 days and then she was like I approve of this one. I I'm going <laughs> to need more copies to hand out to my friends. Like there were books of mine that, you know, she was like, "No, I, I'm not going to bother like giving that to my friends." Oh my goodness, that's so funny. <laughs> I think I saw a picture uh on your Instagram account. Was that your mom where she was like kind of peeking around the corner like very much yes. like Vera would? <laughs> Yeah, she's such a good sport about it too. We've been shooting um promo videos, you know, where she says stuff uh in like Vera's character and, and we have a lot of fun doing that. Oh my goodness, I love that. I love that your mom gets involved with all the <laughs> promotion and all of that stuff that you have to do as an author. Mhm. Yeah. She's she's such a good sport. Um so that's what makes Vera so fun because You know, I have like a real human too. Because <laughs> kind of like every time I I'm thinking like, you know, I get stuck in a scene, um I'm just like, hmm, what what inappropriate thing would, you know, my mom say? <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. You have like a wealth of inspiration. That's amazing. I do. <laughs> I love that. And that makes me love Vera even more. Do you know if we're going to get any more books about Vera in the future? Um, I don't know yet. Uh, I think we're just waiting to see how well it does. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I'm definitely uh open to writing a sequel, um, but oh my gosh, it was so hard writing a cozy mystery. This was the first one I I have ever done like I've I've never done a who done it before. Uh-huh. And it was so challenging uh while I I was plotting and then when I was writing I remember I kept whining and being like who who thought of, you know, who decided to do this book? I hate that person. <laughs> <laughs> That's fun. Yeah, mysteries are so hard to to plot and like tie all those threads and red herrings and uh-huh. everything together. Like that's such a puzzle to work through. On top of like, you know, writing a book and dialogue and developing characters and it's all it's uh-huh. a lot. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. And you know, one of the things I loved about this book was the way that you gave each suspect a chapters told through their own perspective, uh which I've never seen before mm-hmm. and it was fun and it also made me just fall in love with each of them. And like for me that mm-hmm. really like upped the stakes of the novel because I so badly didn't want any of them to be the killer. So, did you have yeah. a favorite character to write about? Oh my gosh. Um you know, I really uh I really identified with each character in a different way. Mm-hmm. So um Julia uh she is um the victim's uh widow and um she has like a she has a toddler who is, you know, very shy, very very quiet and clammed up. 
in front of strangers. And that was that was what my uh, first kid uh, was like when she was that age. Um, and I remember, you know, we were just constantly, people would always ask, like, what's wrong with her? Oh. You know, like, well, uh, I think there's something wrong with her. Uh, you know, I think you should get her, um, you know, to like a child psychologist or oh something. And we did. Um, because, you know, we were just so concerned and, uh -huh. um, and she, she's neurotypical, but I guess, uh, mm -hmm. she was just so painfully shy sure. when she was younger. Um, I think now she's, uh, you know, less shy. Um, so that's not an issue anymore, but I just remember, um, like this anxiety, like just constantly, you know, bearing down on my chest, um, like, uh, so, you know, I put that in the book mm -hmm. and, um, I've been following my early reviews and, uh, a handful of moms, uh, have said, you know, they, they really related to her, to her struggle. Um, and that meant so much to me. I was like, oh my God, oh, yeah. this is so wonderful to see. Um, <clears throat> and then I really related to, um, I, uh, related to, Sana a lot because um, Sana is a struggling artist who uh -huh. um, who kind of lost her way, you know, and so she's kind of plagued by this artist block. And I'm I'm sure like most writers have experienced that at some point um, mm -hmm. where you just think like, oh no, I've lost it now. Um, this is it, and I can never create anything again. And just knowing that. Um, there's this need inside you to create something. So I actually cried when I was like writing Sana's um, chapters because I just totally felt her pain, you know, of wanting to create something beautiful, right. um, but just feeling unable to. Um, so I would say those, those two I really related to very, very hard. Oh my goodness, I loved both of those characters. And I do have to mention, so you've been sharing some really cute artwork on your Instagram mm -hmm. that has like the T-tins that have each of the suspects' mm -hmm. faces on them. And I just think that's mm -hmm. such a fun way for readers to get to know your characters. And since we're posting this episode a little bit before the book actually comes out, I do think each of our listeners sh should go and check those out get to meet these characters and then read the book because it's just such a fun way to introduce them. <laughs> it is. I, I mean, I can't believe uh, Berkeley, um, my publisher, came up with that idea. Oh, and cute. I didn't know what they were uh, talking about at first. I was like, tea tins. I mean, sounds good. Okay, go for it. <laughs> and then they, then they sent me the, um, the, the uh, images and uh -huh. I was just like blown away. I was like, I need this to be like an actual tea tin. <laughs> yeah, I know they're so cute. And especially I think uh Ricky and Sana's, theirs to me are just like exactly uh -huh. how I pictured those characters oh when I was gosh, reading I the know, book. Me too. Yeah, I was so excited by them. Yeah. Yeah, they did a great job of those. Um uh -huh. and so you, of course, did write the wildly popular Dial A for Aunties books, and you've also written in various genres, including middle grade, YA, romance, and thrillers. So what did inspire you to write a cozy mystery? Um, it's always the premise that comes first. Um, mm -hmm. So with, like with Dial A for Aunties, um, 
the inspiration was, uh, oh, what if um, a young woman accidentally kills someone? Uh, I didn't know who that someone was at mm-hmm. first, um, and then has to get the help of her meddlesome mom and aunties to get rid of the body. So it's so, so cute. It's such a fun premise. <laughs> and then with Bira, it was, um, oh, what if a lonely little old lady um, who's just, you know, kind of depressed and, and just so isolated uh, finds a dead body in her in her shop. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what kind of shop she owned. I was, I was kind of like rifling through possibilities. I was like, jewelry? Hmm. And... <laughs> And then bakery, uh, mm-hmm. like kind of, like just everything, every cozy mystery. Like they're just always in bakeries. So I was like, mm, I don't there know. There are a lot of bakeries, um, yep. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I always start with the, with the premise. And then if it's a fun one, it will grab me. That's awesome. And this definitely was a fun premise. I absolutely loved <laughs> reading it. Um, and so we know you write in a lot of genres. But what is your favorite genre to uh, read yourself? Um, so my favorite genre to read is adult um, suspense. Mm-hmm. I love um, like the psychological suspense. Uh, you know, my Bible is Gone Girl. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think I've read that um, three times. And I still like find a new detail um, each time I read it. Uh, I I just I adore um, adult suspense, mm-hmm. uh, especially with like bitter marriages and you know where where they're just like in their thirties or forties uh-huh. and and they've just been beaten down by life and whatnot. Um, and my husband is always like, "Why?" And I'm like, "I don't know. It's fascinating." <laughs> <laughs> no, I totally understand. I love like the like domestic thrillers that are just like very high drama, kind of soapy. Yeah. Like that's <laughs> that's my other favorite yeah, genre yeah. to read. Yeah. So Vera Wong definitely ranks right up there with Senior Sleuth. So we have like Jessica Fletcher and Miss Marple. So what do you mm-hmm. think it is that us readers find so captivating about older protagonists going out and solving crimes? Um, for myself, uh, what I what I love is the unexpectedness of it all. Um, I feel like older, uh, especially older women are expected to behave in a certain way. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just love, uh, you know, breaking down the the boundaries and expectations, um, but also in a way that is appropriate. Um, you know, like Vera never busts out like a gun or, right. or you know, busts out like some martial arts move. Um, <laughs> I, I do try to, uh, you know, keep her within the confines of what is uh, believable for her physical abilities, I guess. So, mm-hmm. um, so although she's breaking down barriers, she's doing it in a very old lady way. <laughs> right. Yeah, like it's very like believable. Meddling. Yeah. <laughs> so I just really love that. And I told my husband to like, you know, Seriously, like uh, Chinese grandmas, uh, they are just so underused 
that you could literally like plop them into any situation and it would immediately be riveting uh-huh. and i kept telling him like one day i'm gonna do like you know um aunties in something like bridgerton or, or something like that yes <laughs> And my husband immediately like lit up and was like, "Oh my god, I need that book now." <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, it's just such absolutely. A shame. I hate we doing all do. We need that book." <laughs> like, I feel like the media like so largely focuses on younger people, and it kind of like mm-hmm. portrays this idea that life is just kind of over once you're a senior, which mm-hmm. obviously isn't true. So it's so nice to see older protagonists yeah. like having adventures, living full and exciting lives. And like in Vera's yeah, case, like sure. doing new things, changing things up, mm-hmm. like living a different kind of lifestyle yeah. than she's done before. And I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So there are just so many amazing mystery novels, shows, and movies out there. So what are some of your personal favorites? So um, when I did this uh, book um, and I sent it to my agent, I um, I comped it with Knives Out um, mm. meets uh, Kim's Convenience. Uh-huh. So I would say, like, for sure, you know, Knives Out – um, that would be one of my favorites. Uh, and as far as books go, oh my gosh, the the Thursday Murder Club. Oh books, yes, I I was looking for because I I had never written a, a whodunit before, so I was like, okay, I need to read in this genre to know you know what the heck yeah. I need to be doing. So um, I I was doing a search and I came across the Thursday Murder Club books and oh my goodness they're so good yeah and um and what's even better about them is that uh with each sequel like the books actually get better Mm -hmm. and i find that that's pretty rare um you know i've written sequels and they are really hard to do so yeah i i feel like i'm not sure if you know my sequels live up to the first one but oh my god like the the second Thursday Murder Club book, um, the pacing was so much better, mm-hmm. uh, and I didn't even think the pacing was a problem in the first one. It was just better in the second, right. and then um, like he just cut away a lot of extraneous stuff. Yeah, um, the writing was so much more confident, and then the third one I thought was even better. I know. Like, oh my god, this is amazing! <laughs> I agree. That series is so brilliant, and so if you mm-hmm. like Knives Out, which is like one of my favorite movies of all time so Mm -hmm. you have to check out poker face um so it's a new show it stars natasha leone and so she's an amateur sleuth and she has this gift Mm -hmm. where she can tell if someone is lying and so it helps her like solve murders but it also lands her in a whole lot of trouble and it is written by the same people who wrote knives out and it is just it's phenomenal it is my new yeah it's my new obsession it's so great yeah I love that too because people lie for very different reasons. Yeah. So if you can only tell that they're lying but you don't know why, then that can be very misleading. Yeah, and it's funny because she talks about that how people lie like <clears throat> just constantly, and it's like figuring out the why that they're lying. That that's the interesting mm-hmm. part. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, you'll definitely have to check that one out. Um, but back to Vera. So like we mentioned, she runs a tea shop and she's also mm-hmm. just like an amazing cook. The descriptions that you incorporate mm-hmm. in this novel for both the food and the tea are just 
absolutely mouthwatering. So are you a cook yourself? Um, yeah, I, I cook as well, um, but uh, not as well as Vera does. So food was one of the things that I missed the most when I was living overseas. Um, I went to college in Berkeley and mm -hmm. I did my master's in Oxford. So for a long time, I, <clears throat> I just didn't have access to home cooked meals um, that I grew up with. Mm -hmm. So uh, it's funny actually, because I just kind of, when I was writing this, I kind of went back to those years where I was away from home. And I just thought like, what did I miss most? Um, and then I put those dishes into the book. Um, and with tea, uh, you know, I grew up drink drinking like different Chinese tea. Mm -hmm. um, and so I always had like an appreciation for like, oh, this tea is so different from from that one. And uh, my grandfather, he was, you know, very traditional Chinese. So he was always like, girls need to learn how to serve tea properly. <laughs> and so uh, we were my uh, cousins and I, we were taught, you know, how to like, <clears throat> how to brew Chinese tea properly. Because uh -huh. um, it's not like, you know, you, you don't just boil the water and then, and then add it into the, into the pot. Like there's like a whole like series of okay. things that you need to be doing. And then he would be like, okay, now taste it with this, like uh, try it with this uh, tea leaves. And do you notice the difference? And, and then I, I remember being like, yeah, actually, I do notice the difference. And mm -hmm. it was so surprising to me. And um, that was something uh, I drew from directly. And uh, I remember at some point, he even took me and my brother to um, to like a, uh, a tea farm in China. Oh, wow. And they, uh, they had like a blind taste test um, where... They were trying to, uh, they, they asked us to try like six different teas. And then they were asking us to like rate them in order of which ones we, we thought were the best. Uh -huh. And I was the one who like, like got it right, you know, like, oh, this one, this one is like the highest quality. And they were like, oh gosh, yeah, like that one is the highest quality. So like, wow. I, I will always remember that. It's like one of my proudest moments ever. <laughs> and, <laughs> That's so neat. So I was very glad to be able to like write a book, you know, around tea. Yeah. And that like, I, I feel like those emotional experiences and memories that you have like come through in the description of the food and the tea. So that's really cool that you got yeah. to incorporate all of that. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, uh, I married an, an English guy who like, um, and he doesn't drink tea. I'm like, oh my God, I, I, I feel like I got tricked. Okay. And, and when I was trying That's to, so you know, make him tea in like my, my very ladylike way. And he was like, just did not appreciate it at all. <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> I know, huh? There's that British stereotype that they all like tea, huh? <laughs> I know. Exactly. So I read in your bio that you're a big fan of FPS games, and my husband mm -hmm. is a big gamer. So I just have to ask, what are your favorite games to play? So I used to play um, Overwatch a lot mm -hmm. uh, with my husband, and then which was a terrible idea because whenever we lost, I would blame him. 
um, and we played uh, our, and then I would say our favorite would be um, Borderlands. Okay. Uh, just because, oh my God, the, the humor is excellent. Um, but yeah, we haven't, I haven't played for about a year now just because I, I got so busy. Yeah, with, you've um, got a lot going the books on. And the kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's fun. We've uh, played a lot of Halo, Destiny, oh. and Fortnite has kind of been <laughs> the mm-hmm. the wheelhouse that we've played in. Yeah. Yeah, I love those. But Borderlands, I'll have to, I'll tell my husband to check that one out. That sounds like something he would yeah. love. Yeah, it's so fun. Yeah. So circling back to Vera... Uh, what books mm-hmm. do you think she would have on her own nightstand? Oh, what a good question. Um, okay, let me think. Uh, so she would definitely have a lot of um, rom-coms, I think. Mm. Just because, not because she enjoys them, but because she will really enjoy giving advice to the characters. Uh, <laughs> I can see My that. mom, you know. <gasps> I can't watch a show with my mom because she's so irritating. She'll like, she'll just keep like snapping advice at the characters. Like, <laughs> oh my God, don't get together with him. You're stupid. Oh my God. You know, and then I'm like, mom, can you know they can't hear you, right? And she's like, well, I can't stand it. They're just being so duh. That's <laughs> like, <okay>. so funny. <laughs> I love that. So rom-coms for Vera. I could definitely see that. And then she can use like anything mm-hmm. that she picks up in those books to help uh, her matchmaking that oh, she yes. does with characters, too. Oh, my God, too. that's so true. Yes, <laughs> I love point. that. So, like we mentioned, you do have so many different projects that you're working on. So, can you tell us what you're working on right now and what mm-hmm. upcoming book releases your readers can look forward to? So, right now, I'm so excited because I'm uh, over halfway through um, with a sad love story, which... Again, I have never written in this genre before, uh-huh. but um, the idea just came and like grabbed me, and um, I, I had like long phone calls with my agent to discuss this. My agent is like my poor agent; she's like my therapist. Um, <laughs> she actually uh, she went on maternity leave like sometime last year, um, and then when she came back. Uh, I told my husband, I was like, oh my God, Caitlin is back from Matt leave. And he was like, oh, are you going to fire your therapist now? <laughs> and, and I was like, hmm, thinking about it. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we had like long calls about this. And, you know, finally we decided like, yeah, okay, you know, I think this uh, this sounds like a, the right project to like dive into Um right now uh even though it's so risky because i've i've never written anything like it before yeah um so i and and i can never tell while writing it whether or not it's good um like when i was writing vera i had no idea if uh even though i had an outline i just had no idea if the writing itself um was going well Mm -hmm. um so it's always very anxiety making um but this book is about uh, like long lost loves and um, you know lost chances and stuff like that. So, uh, but I'm having so much 
so much fun writing it and I'm so excited about it. That's awesome. I love uh, a good sad girl romance. That's definitely a a Mm -hmm. mood (laughs) for sure. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. Um, And then uh, what else my readers can look forward to is uh, another book that uh, I'm super excited about, which is my first adult suspense. Yes. Uh, and that's coming out in August. It's called I'm Not Done With You Yet. And it's very dark and very twisted, uh, like to the point where Berkeley, um, they were like, should we use a pen name for this? <laughs> and, and I was like, no, I need people to know that I have different facets. Right. <laughs> I love that. I, I love that. Yeah. I feel like there's a lot of pressure in the publishing industry to be like one thing so you can be marketed one brand, as one yeah. yeah like one cohesive mm-hmm. brand but I love that you're doing yeah. so many different things I think that's so fun yeah. fun for you and fun for us as readers yeah it is definitely really really fun for me well I am definitely excited to pick that one up it's on my list for August I am like already counting down the days yay <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait Um, But before we sign off today, do you want to let our listeners know just how they can connect with you online and also how they can keep up to date on all of your upcoming books that you have going? So I used to have a website and I still do, but I I tried updating it uh, a month ago and then I somehow broke it. We're in the middle of uh, (laughs) trying to fix it uh, right now. Um, so fingers crossed, but in the meantime, I am on Instagram at Jesse Q Sutanto, and I'm also on Twitter, um, at the writing hippo. Um, <laughs> that's a cute so, handle. I love so that. I am, I'm always, <laughs> I'm always on both of those, uh, social media platforms. Awesome. Well, Jesse, it has been such a pleasure getting to chat with you. Like I said, I'm such a big fan. I'm so excited for all of your upcoming books. And I think the listeners of this podcast are just going to fall in love with Vera Wong. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for chatting with us about her today. Oh, thank you so much for having me. This was so, so nice. Oh, good. Thank you. And listeners, thank you all so much for joining us as well. And we will be back with another episode of Get Cozy Podcast very soon. So stay tuned. Do you want early access to each new episode of Get Cozy Podcast? Then be sure to subscribe to our all-new YouTube channel. We'll be posting our new episodes there before any of the other major podcast platforms. We even feature shorts filled with lots of cozy book recommendations to keep your TBRs overflowing. So check out the link in the description for this episode and be sure to subscribe. Before we sign off today, I wanted to give a quick shout out to our friends over at The Cozy Thrill. They've started doing themed gift boxes for the cozy mystery reader and book lover. This seasonal subscription box is coming this summer. To sign up as a VIP, visit CozyThrill.com. That's 
that's all for today's episode. Be sure to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at Get Cozy Podcast to see which authors we'll be hosting in our upcoming episodes. Thanks so much for listening. And until next time, happy reading and stay cozy. Thank you.